of liquid parts, tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil, the joints, and urine. We're going to be practicing it forward and backwards. So we'll repeat this five times and, um, and go from there. So tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. Tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. And now doing this um, five times in the silent way, forward and backwards. All right. So we're going to bring our awareness uh, to tears. Again, that reminder, the color is clear. It's a watery fluid found above the waist, located in the eye sockets, bordered by the eyes and the eyelid. It's a watery saline solution. Its function, it cleans and lubricates the surfaces between the eyeball and the eyelid. Of course, tears can be elicited by emotions, which is a fairly unique human phenomena. Of course, tears can yeah, be generated from tears of happiness to tears of deep sadness. So we'll just go through each of these, touching upon them. So tears. And just grease which is the color is clear it's a oily liquid found both above and below the waist located anywhere in the body on the skin it's oil oily fat oily grease it can be on the hands the forehead the face the nose or other parts of the body the function of this grease is that it helps to lubricate the skin also offers protection and waterproofing helps to prevent dehydration. Grease also helps lubricate the scalp and the hair. Grease. And so we'll touch upon each of these, then going into the silence and going towards what you feel drawn to bring attention to, what's compelling in this particular list. Forward, backwards, 
honing in on the part that's compelling. And the saliva in the mouth, the color's clear, often thinner at the tip of the tongue and thicker in the back of the tongue. Found above the waist, located in the mouth. Saliva is a tasteless, odorless liquid from the saliva glands that begins the process of digesting food. Humans secrete and swallow up to about one and a half quarts daily. And saliva is about 99.5% water. Its function is to moisten food, to lubricate mouth parts, to act as a digestive agent to sugars. It helps to break down food caught in the teeth and protects the teeth and the tongue. Saliva. And then just touching upon mucus, which can be clear, yellowish, or green. It's a thick, more glutinous and sticky type of fluid found both above and below the waist, located within the nasal cavity, as well as in di the digestive, the reproductive, the respiratory, the gastrointestinal, and the urogenital tracts. A slippery secretion from the mucous membranes and glands. There's a layer of mucus in the inner walls of the stomach that is vital to protect the cell linings from this highly acidic environment. The same protective layer of mucus is what comes out when you sneeze. Mucus does not digest in the intestinal tract, so often uh, mucus is, covers fecal matter. The function of mucus, it helps to clear debris in the nasal passages, supports uh, moistening the linings. It also contains an antiseptic that serves to protect cells in the digestive, the reproductive, the respiratory, the gastrointestinal, and the urogenital tracts. Mucus. And then oil of the joints or synovial fluid. It's a clear type of a color, an egg-like consistency found both above and below the waist, wherever there are moving joints. Synovial fluid or oil of the joints is a thick, stringy fluid found in the cavities of the synovial joints. Remember, there's like 230 joints in the body that help to facilitate easy movement. It reduces friction between the cartilages and other tissues and joints to lubricate and cushion them during movement. So this oil of the joints.
And then lastly is urine. Color is pale yellow or clear or amber. It's a watery liquid found below the waist, created in the kidneys and stored in the bladder and excreted through the urethra. Urine is a fluid secreted from the blood by the kidneys and stored in the bladder. It consists of 95% water and 5% liquids. Urine is generally sterile and nearly odorless. Of course, urine is elimination of liquid that's no longer needed by the body. And it's very interesting to say that in the International Space Station water, urine can be recycled and filtered, and you can actually extract portable water for drinking from urine. There's current uses of urine, manufacture of gunpowder from potassium nitrate, from textiles, helps to prepare wool for dyeing. Agriculture, the urine contains large quantities of nitrogen as well as significant quantities of dissolved phosphates and potassium. These are the main macronutrients required by plants. So urine. And so in this week, we're going forward, tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, and urine, and then backwards, urine, oil of the joints, mucus, saliva, grease, tears. And when we're doing these forward and backward practices, at this point in the practice, you're welcome to touch upon each of these, but then begin to go with those particular parts that are calling to you that seem to be drawn you seem to be drawn to them you can begin to leave out the parts that you're less less drawn to and so just listening to your own intuition where it takes you you might begin to hone in on a particular part you might see its color have its experience feeling the sense of concentration building into it. Perhaps on the insight perspective, different thoughts, different emotions, getting um, triggered or activated or coming from these particular parts that generate different memories. It gets us in touch with our conditioning and our stories and then this juxtaposition of these stories, this conditioning, this I, me, and my, and then just exactly what the function of this particular part is. It's actually pretty impersonal. So again, this practice can be so personal in what it evokes and so impersonal as we just understand its definition and function. Of course, from the elemental point of view, beginning to understand that all of these liquids are part of movement and temperature and solidity, that the essential building blocks of materiality, material form. 
the sense of self, the sense of separation, perhaps begins to dissolve. So we'll go into some silence now, honing in on the parts that are you're feeling called to, leaving out those parts that are less compelling. And if not much is there as far as being drawn to a particular part, then you can just go back and forth, tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of joints and urine, and then backwards. Perhaps things will change a bit and you'll begin to feel a sense of being pulled into one of these parts, being present. And lastly, with this kind attending, qualities of curiosity and kindness and this love of truth, wanting to see what's here in this fathom-long body with its thoughts and emotions that lies our world. The pathway to great freedom, being present.
So just being present within this fathom-long body, going with what's compelling, penetrating into the body, perhaps into the personal, into the impersonal, this fathom-long body, kind, attending an inquiry, investigation, this love of truth, being present.
tears, grease, saliva, mucus, oil of the joints, and urine. Urine, oil of the joints, mucus, grease, saliva. So these parts, of course, are interconnected with all of the other parts of the body, those within the 32-part list, and of course, many, many more outside of that list. Yet all of these are interconnected, so each one of these connects to any other part or system within the body. And this body, of course, made of solids and liquids, motion and temperature. As solid as the bones, as wet as the tears, the sense of movement in and out with the breath, the ability to move our limbs, even myself talking right now, the moving of the jaw. In some ways, the movement of this sound that is wiggling the anvil and the hammer of your ear connected to the auditory nerve and picking up this sound. And the sense of motion, this heatness, coolness, these elements that make up the body are also found in the natural world. And this practice begins to dissolve the sense of separation between ourselves and the natural world, for we are made of the same thing, of solids and liquids and motion and temperature. It makes up all of those elements of these atomic particles that are born out of supernovas, exploding stars, that are the building blocks of matter. Again, perhaps that's why Einstein says that separation is an optical delusion of consciousness. And as the poet Anne Alexander Bingham says, that so long as there is a universe, I am a part of it. It's these atoms that make up my body may be found in a broccoli and a fluff of a wing of a chickadee and so forth. So sensing that sense of separation dissolving, that we are part of this family of things. solids within you, the solids in the natural world, the same with the wetness, the movement, the temperature found in and out. In some way, even the notion of in and out becomes irrelevant. So sensing into the connection and interconnection of things, even that very air that we're breathing right now is a gift from the plant world, making oxygen. And it's interrelationship with ourselves and the plant world as we exhale the carbon dioxide that helps to nourish the plants. Being part of this family of things. and infusing this family with the great qualities of the heart of loving kindness, 
and letting ourselves for this time just to rest within it, this great field of benevolence and the most powerful forces of the universe found here and everywhere, just this sense of connecting and it's here and that we can take rest in this heart of loving kindness. And here in this place of rest, there's nothing that we have to try to get or to push away. Just as we are. Letting this loving kindness and this benevolence just hold you. All that our practice is, is just to allow ourselves to take rest and to receive, to be held in the qualities of benevolence of great kindness. Just taking rest in this heart of this world. Such a gift that we can allow ourselves to get in touch with this benevolence and letting it just hold us with great kindness, ease within our being, a sense of connection and interconnection. And with that lessening of the grasping in its place is contentment. That lessening of our aversion, the heart is soft and kind. With that lessening of unawareness and gaining clarity, understanding, knowing that perhaps contentment is the greatest of wealth. The heart, open and kind, is like medicine to our being. And this wisdom of understanding, clearly the places where we get caught, where we're grasping, having aversion, and being free now. Perhaps with each breath in and out, just experiencing contentment, born out of this not, not need to anything else, wanting of anything else, contentment with the lessening of any of aversion or pushing anything away, the heart becomes soft and open. And that wisdom, the clarity, awareness, awake, kind, present.
And so may all beings dwell with peace. May all beings awaken. May all beings discover the gateways into the heart and grow with greater wisdom and compassion. May there be peace. This peace born out of seeing through these stories of separation, isolation, the othering, the disconnection of things, and understanding our shared humanity, but even more deeply sharing our shared existence with all things. May there be peace. May all beings dwell with peace. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.